From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. President Joe Biden was in the Cincinnati area today to announce funding to repair the Brent Spence Bridge, which connects Ohio and Kentucky over the Ohio River. $1.6 billion in federal funds from the infrastructure bill will be used to build a new companion bridge to ease traffic on the Brent Spence. It's on one of the nation's busiest freight routes. Truck traffic on I-75 alone carries $2 billion of freight. $2 billion trade per day between Florida and Canada. $2 billion. The bridge was built in 63, as you all know, designed to carry 80,000 vehicles a day. Today, 160,000 vehicles cross this bridge. The failing 60-year-old structure was declared functionally obsolete by the Federal Highway Administration in the 1990s, and it's currently the second worst truck bottleneck in the nation. Investigators say there appears to have been no link between a woman and the man who fatally attacked her on New Year's Day at the Dollar Tree store where she worked. ONN's Angela Ann reports. Investigators say a woman was randomly attacked by a man with a machete while she worked at that store in Upper Sandusky in northwest Ohio. Police arrested the man who they say is responsible for this attack. 27-year-old Bethel Bakel is now charged with murder. He's due back in court a week from today. I'm Angela Ann. Doctors in Cincinnati are working to get Buffalo Bills defensive back DeMar Hamlin breathing on his own after he collapsed on the field in Cincinnati during the Bengals-Bills game Monday night. CBS News reporter Bradley Blackburn has more on Hamlin's road to recovery. The family of DeMar Hamlin tells CBS News the Buffalo Bills safety remains on a ventilator, but there's been some improvement. His uncle is grateful medical personnel on the field quickly began CPR. If not for what they did, my nephew would be dead right now. At Niagara Falls, both the Canadian and U.S. sides were lit up in the team's colors in honor of Hamlin. And the Bills' rivals, the New England Patriots, paid tribute too, lighting up their jumbo to an empty stadium with the message Patriots Nation stands with Damar Hamlin. Bradley Blackburn, CBS News. Doctors continue to discuss what may have caused Hamlin to go into cardiac arrest during that game. ONN's Monica Robbins in Cleveland has more with cardiologist Judith Mackle from University Hospitals. There's speculation that the hit to the chest is the cause, a rare condition called commotio cortis. It's a very rare event, and it usually occurs in younger athletes or younger people, usually like in the 8 to 18-year-old range. About 30 cases reported each year in the U.S. Dr. Mackle says while it's possible, it would be unusual to see this in the NFL, considering chest hits are common, players are older, more muscular, and wear pads. I'm Monica Robbins. Ohio's hospitalizations for the flu are dropping significantly. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo reports. The state reported about 858 flu-related hospitalizations the week before Christmas. That's a steep drop from the more than 1,300 a week before. But right now, Ohio is still seeing a much worse flu season this year than last. More than 6,000 people have been hospitalized this season so far compared to the 74 last year at this time. I'm Amanda Fay. Southwest Airlines is trying to fix its relationship with travelers who got stuck by canceled flights over the holidays. Here's ONN's Dave James. Southwest told affected travelers yesterday they'll get 25,000 frequent flyer points, which are worth more than $300 in tickets. Southwest is including the offer in a letter from CEO Bob Jordan, in which the top executive is again apologizing for the airline's performance. 
According to tracking service FlightAware, Southwest canceled more than 15,000 flights between December 22nd and December 30th. Dave James, I went in news. There's been a shakeup at the top of a global fashion retailer based in suburban Columbus. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. Victoria's Secret says its CEO, Amy Halkis, stepping down less than a year into the job. Martin Waters, the CEO of the brand's parent company, is going to take over. Halk was also CEO of the company's pink apparel brand. Since the announcement, shares of the Reynoldsburg-based company dropped 8%. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Public Utilities Commission of Ohio released a report examining the blackout that left so many Ohioans in the heat and dark this summer. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports from Columbus. The report compared AEP's performance with the company's emergency procedures and asked the company to change the way it handles vegetation and transmission lines. It also recommends improvements to emergency communication procedures. AEP sent us this statement saying, in part, our response over the last few months has been to more aggressively trim trees, do more inspections of our electric lines using advanced imaging technology. They then went on to say it has trimmed hundreds of miles of vegetation. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio House lawmakers have picked a Republican from rural southern Ohio as the GOP-led chamber's next leader. State Representative Jason Stevens of Kitts Hill near Ironton in Lawrence County was elected yesterday with more support from Democrats than from his own party. Minority Leader Allison Russo, a suburban Columbus Democrat, says members in her party voted in unison for Stevens, feeling they can work best with him. And with 40 years under her belt, Democrat Marcy Kaptur of Toledo is the longest-serving woman ever in the U.S. Congress. ONN's Kaylee Kirby talked with the congresswoman as she begins her 21st term in office. Marcy Kaptur says one of her top goals is to make sure the resources in the infrastructure bill that recently passed actually get delivered. To create the kind of good jobs and future that's necessary We have to have very visionary thinking. Another major focus is the Great Lakes. Her bill to create the Great Lakes Authority passed in December to create solutions to the environmental challenges in the eight states bordering the lakes. I'm Kaylee Kirby. Special thanks to our affiliates WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.